Hey, welcome to the podcast. This is The Surge Effect, and I'm your host, Mike Surge. This podcast will be talking about anything and everything, life in general to current events and past events, and all things about this beautiful and wonderful world that we live in. And this podcast, well, it'll probably have an effect on you. Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of The Surge Effect. Before we get started today, I just want to mention a couple of the sponsors, and then we'll get into today's uh, podcast, which is going to be talking about the $54 million scandal, the Arrive scam app that was created by the liberals and uh, pushed upon the Canadian citizens to get back and forth across the border and to leave our own country during COVID. Anyway, before we get started, here's my sponsors. First sponsor is Love My Legs Own Sound Gray Bruce. Click on their link below, head on over to their Facebook page, and check out what they have to offer. They have three different styles of waistbands, and they are the only lifetime guarantee in the business. They have all kinds of leggings to choose from. Head on over to check them out. Our second sponsor is T-Shirts, She-Shirts. So head on over to heshirtsheshirts.ca. Click on their link in the description below and see what they have to offer over on their webpage. They are more than just a t-shirt company. They have all kinds of clothing that you can purchase. All right, let's get into today's podcast. So today's podcast has to do with the Arrive Can app. If you haven't heard of it, that was the thing that Canadians had to sign up for and use their passport and show that they had proof of vaccination and all that stuff. Well, the Liberal government, they ended up paying $54 million of tax dollars for this app. Kind of crazy, if you ask me. So let's get into the first video. This is a guy by the name of Brock, Larry Brock. He's an amazing dude, and uh, he used to be a prosecutor, and he's an MP in the, for the PC party. And um, I'm going to play a few videos of his. It gives you an idea of, of what this Arrive Can uh, app's all about and this other scandal by the Liberals number. This number two, just, just the, you know, the last little while alone. There's just so many of them, it's ridiculous. They have to go. It's time for these uh, Liberals to go. But anyway, here yeah, is Larry you know. Brock. He is just uh, asking a few questions here. He's just, uh, you know. He's doing Larry. Here we go. Your office, you in particular, found out that the RCMP is investigating the contracts under the $54 million Arrive Can app, not by the government of Canada itself, but from reading the Globe and Mail story. Yes, despite my, my staff being in auditing all of the departments in this audit, uh, management had not informed me that they had referred a contracting matter, which involved many common players um, that we are looking at, uh, to, the, to the RCMP. The morning that the newspaper article was released, um, senior management did reach out uh, to my office, and my team has been in contact with them and in continuous dialogue since then. So, to get that straight. They found out about this through the Globe and Mail. Think about that. They found out about it through the Globe and Mail. That is crazy. Like, what kind of a system do they have set up? So here's Larry Brock once again. He's talking about the Arrive Scam app. It's abundantly clear that for close to four years that the RCMP, who claims 
in, in a newspaper report that they conducted the most thorough and comprehensive and fair assessment of all the evidence, only interviewed three people. Were you aware of that, sir? Yes, that's what the records show. And the reason I'm, I'm asking these questions, sir, is because the NDP Liberal Coalition actually shut down an ethics committee yesterday to prevent the RCMP commissioner from testifying on very important details as to how they legally concluded that they lacked the reasonable and probable grounds to arrest Justin Trudeau for obstruction of justice. So I want to um, hearken back to your legal career, Mr. Conacher, and think about the evidence that Canadians did hear, that we as parliamentarians heard, but more importantly, the evidence the RCMP heard. The, the evidence the RCMP heard was the direct testimony of our former first ever Indigenous Attorney General Jody Wilson-Raybould, who kept uh, incredible detailed notes and also recorded conversations. So I want you to factor that in and also factor in our former Ethics Commissioner, uh, Mr. Dion, who concluded that the, the Prime Minister, uh, with the support of friends and other members of Cabinet and the, and the Prime Minister's office, conducted a series of overt direct acts attempting to influence the decision of Jody Wilson-Raybould. And you know, sir, that under the Criminal Code, under Section 139, the actual obstruction need not take place, that you could be found guilty just with an attempt. Is that fair? Yes, attempt is uh, covered. Right. So do you find it rather curious that the RCMP, after four years interviewing a sum total of three individuals, that the Ethics Commissioner actually quadrupled, I think they interviewed 16 to 17 witnesses, uh, collapsed the House of Cards and claimed that there was no corrupt intent on behalf of the Prime Minister. Were you aware of that phrase that the RCMP used? Yes, that's in the records. Uh, Agree with me, sir, that a corrupt intent is not an essential ingredient to the mens rea requirement under Section 139. In fact, all you need to prove is it criminalizes deliberate acts which seek to obstruct, interfere, or hinder the pursuit of justice. And in this case, the pursuit of justice is Jody Wilson-Raybould had the courage to say, no, Mr. Prime Minister, you are not going to influence me, and I'm not going to give a remediation agreement to a, a corporate entity in Quebec that has some serious criminal charges. So you yeah. can understand and appreciate afraid, why... Uh, Mr. Brock, you can understand and appreciate why we wanted to hear from the Commissioner. Would you agree? Yes. Thank you. So there you go in a nutshell. And that's actually why... Um, our Attorney General, that's why uh, Trudeau fired her. She was fired because of those things that popped up. So this is Brock oh, here. Yeah. He's reminding he's reminding uh, not just Trudeau, but people that are listening to, to these uh, hearings um, basically how, how serious this is. That, uh, you were successful, sir, through an ATIP of receiving some 1,815 pages of RCMP records with respect to quote-unquote their assessment 
as opposed to investigation. We now know that there are well over 2,000 pages uh, that have yet to be released to you. Is that accurate? Yes, that's accurate. And quite frankly, sir, with, with my legal background over 30 years, I have prosecuted multiple homicides that actually had less disclosure than obstruction of justice. All criminal code offenses are serious. This one in particular is very serious. It's a hybrid offense. And if convicted, if convicted by indictment, that individual would go to prison. So I appreciate the seriousness by which uh, you conducted yourself, sir, on behalf of uh, Canadians. So that's how serious this is. And uh, these guys are doing a great job trying to get, you know, trying to get the word out, trying to get the information out. And uh, I think they're doing a great job. So here is an MP, this fellow's name is uh, Garnet Genius. And here's some of the questions that he asks. Just, uh, it's a few minutes long, but uh, well worth a listen. Here you go. This scandal is fairly simple for the public to understand. You've got two people who run a company with zero other employees. They get hired by the government. They do no IT work. They subcontract the work, and they get a big cut for themselves, over $11 million on ArriveCan alone. The government chose, for some reason, to hire these two middlemen who did no IT work to then hire someone else and they got over $11 million in the process. And so it's frustrating to hear, you know, you're talking a lot about processes and procedures and how do we tighten the screws on all the processes, but doesn't that, doesn't that miss the core point that, that this one obviously really stinks and, and why didn't government officials, uh, wh wh why did they think it was a good idea to give over $11 million uh, to these two, these two guys who did no IT work in exchange for their subcontracting services. So to really get at, at the nub of the issue, um, Ms. Gorman, why do you think they were hired? I wasn't in the agency when they were hired. Um, my understanding is that it, they had a standing offer that had been competed and established through um, public services and procurement and um, whether I'm using the proper term a standing offer or a supply arrangement for staff enhancements that the CBSA and other departments would use. Okay, let, let me jump in though. So, so, so the, these guys had a, had a great thing going then, clearly. Like if, if Stephanie and I said, hey, we got an idea, we're going we're gonna to open a firm in our garage and we're going to say, um, we're going to say, we're going to get hired by the government to do work, which we're then going to pass on to someone else and we're going to take 15 or 30% of it. Uh, what stops any two Canadians from doing that? I'm seized with the contracting function in CBSA, and I have outlined how I'm addressing but, but the questions that you raised. Let's take a step back and understand to how this other departments who might be better placed <laughs> to respond to that. Okay, but 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 clearly these these two these two guys weren't just any two people. Clearly, they had access to someone or something that allowed them to get paid by the government to do nothing. Is that not a reasonable inference? Mr. Mr. Doan, do you have a comment on this? Who made the decision? Those are allegations. You can't see your team. 
those are allegations that have only come to light, to my knowledge, recently. But, but it, just, it just doesn't make sense, right? It, it, would you agree that it just doesn't make sense? What doesn't make sense? My apologies. Well, the, the fact that two people were paid over $11 million to do no work and subcontract. The CBSA worked very closely with PSPC and all the rules governed by PSPC on all of these engagements. Yeah, but this, this is sort of process mumbo-jumbo. Like, like I, I think people would want to know they got paid to do nothing. Why, why, were, they, why were they hired? I believe... Who made the decision? Let me just ask that. Who, who, who made the decision? I believe, as my colleague at CBSA has said, that this is currently under investigation. So you don't know who made the decision? Not to my knowledge. Okay, so, so none of you know who made the decision to hire these two guys, according to your testimony? I can say, with, based on memory, that my team made the decision. Well, who? Who? Who made the final decision? <laughs> these people, they got paid $11 million as part of the $54 million for this app. Two people, and these people at the top of that company, they can't even tell you who those people are or who made the decision to get those two people? Isn't that kind of strange? At this time, it's my knowledge. I do not know, and it's part of the investigation that's currently underway. Okay, so, so two guys got over $11 million from the government of Canada to do no work, and none of you know who made the decision to give them that contract, but you're currently investigating. Um, I'm, I'm glad the RCMP and not just you are investigating. It's, it's shocking, right? It's shocking when you think of it. Like you're talking about $54 million of tax dollars from Canadians that paid for this app that actually could have been done for about $250,000 over a couple of days by two dudes. That's how fast they, they, they did it. They could do it, no problem. So what, what's with the $54 million? I, I just don't understand it. So we're just going to jump back to the house where I believe um, uh, Michael Garrett uh, says a few few things, and Larry Brock. I'll skip forward to where Larry Brock says a few things and uh, give you an idea what they said in the house after some of this scandalous things. Reports reveal the RCMP couldn't pursue their criminal investigation against this Prime Minister and his SNC-Lavalin scandal because he was hiding secret documents from the federal police. If any other Canadian hid documents from the RCMP, they'd end up in jail. But after eight years of this Liberal NDP government, this Prime Minister thinks that he's above the law. And Canadians know that he's not worth the cost. So what are the documents that are so damning that this Prime Minister is hiding them from the RCMP? And why are the NDP trying to help them get off the hook? So he asked that question, and then uh, the liberal, uh, liberal fellow, he gets up and he spiels off some stuff, which is kind of nonsensical, but it's what they always do, because they never seem to answer a, a question. So here's Larry Brock a little bit later on. That's what he says. Mr. Speaker, after eight years of this government's ongoing corruption, we have yet another scandal. Conflicts of interest, nepotism, abuse of power, and now we have allegations of criminality around the contracting practices in the top offices of this government. The $54 million price tag for the Arise scam app is just the tip of the iceberg. Last week, the NDP Liberal Coalition voted to shut down the testimony of the Auditor General's review of this scandal. Why? Great question, right? Why? 
Why do they do these things? Because, like I said, you got nothing to hide. Hide nothing. So here is uh, Leo Housakis. He is a senator, and this is what uh, Leo said the other day in regards to same kind of scandals. Senator Gold, last week I asked Senator uh, Minister Duclos who at CBSA and at Procurement Canada is responsible for verifying uh, outside consultants and subcontractors. And given the disturbing information we saw this morning in the Globe and Mail where $54 million of taxpayers' money has been spent on a ride scan, spent on consultants who have not only fudged their CV, but fabricated expertise for companies that seems that don't even exist. And given the fact that your government since 2015 has increased spending on outside subcontractors and consultants by 74%, how could you possibly justify this? And how can you, can you tell this floor who is responsible in the Trudeau government for vetting these contracts? And at the end of the day, ArriveCan has become a fraud, has become a fiasco, and has become an arrive scan. Now, who's accountable for this? Somebody needs to be held accountable because, like I said, $54 million. I mean, come on. This is ridiculous. This is, this is Canadian taxpayers' money being shot out the window at an app, and they've given it to you know, a couple of people. Who's responsible? People should lose their jobs. People should not be promoted. People should not get bonuses. They should be... It should be fired. Senator Go. Well, these would be the troubling allegations surrounding. Now, Gold here, Senator Gold, he is the mouthpiece for the liberals. So he is, uh, you know, he likes to uh, use word salad and all that fun stuff. You arrived, Kim, as six senators know, uh, it's a matter of, uh, it's not only under investigation by the RCMP, but it's also their internal investigation going on uh, under the uh, auspices of CBSA. Uh, it is also the case, uh, colleagues, as you know, that the Minister Anon has recently announced new public service guidelines on outsourcing and procurement uh, on when they are required and uh, tools to mitigate risk. Uh, uh, to uh, to ensure that the processes are uh, transparent and uh, and appropriate, um, and there's nothing more that I can comment on in terms of the uh, ongoing investigations, except to say that they are ongoing uh, and uh, both at the RCMP level and within CBSA, which is the appropriate place for those investigations to take place. Senator Usakas. No one's being held accountable, but we know there's all kinds of investigation because this whole thing stinks. Senator Goldwhite, we still have a lot to learn about the rot that is a rife scan. One thing that is abundantly clear, hardworking, law-abiding, everyday Canadians are still facing exorbitant amount of fines associated with this get-rich scheme for liberal insiders. Canadians like Mr. Milad, a local tailor right here in Ottawa who is returning home from visiting his family in the Middle East and will now have to close his shop to travel to Montreal for a court date costing him tons of money, Senator Gold. When will your government do the right thing while these investigations go on and at least cancel the outstanding ArriveCan fines that are being saddled on Canadian... Senator Gold. I'll certainly take your uh, suggestion to the attention of the appropriate minister. I would not assume one way or the other that every uh, uh, violation... Uh... And that just means nothing will get done because that's just word salad pretty much. So the other day, there was a, um, there's a gentleman that's a, he runs the um, Canadian uh, Taxpayer uh, Federation, looks after basically money. 
uh, taxpayers' dollars and looks out for the best interests of taxpayers. His name is uh, Franco Terrazano. Now, I'm going to show you a little clip here of um, the Canadian Franco Terrazano. He's talking, this about six or seven months ago, he's just talking at one of the uh, one of the hearings. But he is the Canadian Taxpayers Federation um, chair or president, I guess you'd want to call him. But anyway, when he was at the uh, RiveCan uh, hearing yesterday, he basically said how serious, the, you know, the money that's being spent by tax payers in this country. He said it'd be like you taking your your car to to the shop, and they turn around, and they say, "Oh, to fix your car, it's going to be eight hundred bucks." They go, "Oh, eight hundred bucks, that's not bad." Then they call you back like three hours later, and they go, "Sorry, it's eight thousand. And then you go, eight thousand. It was eighty bucks the other day. Now it's eight thousand. And then they turn around, and a couple of days later, and go. Yeah, it's fourteen grand now to fix your car. You go, you go, what? Well, this arrive can app, that's exactly what they did. They came out with a price at the very start, it wasn't very much. Then all of a sudden, boom, jumped up and it went to like eighteen million and then now it's fifty four million. Taxpayers should be outraged at this nonsense. But this is the problem. Taxpayers taxpayers just listen to numbers, right? They the liberals say, oh, we gave a billion dollars to the Ukraine or that we gave $30 million to Taiwan or we gave just money that's gone. Now, Canadians will be paying for this tax for years to come. Our great, great, great grandkids will be paying for this tax because that's money plus interest that was just given away. That's no big deal because it's not their money. It's our money. It's taxpayers' money. You've worked hard for your money. You worked hard your whole life for this money. And you pay tax on everything and give it to that government. And that government turns around and spends it silly-nilly. And you, maybe you may not know how much money is being spent. Well, I'm just going to show you a clip of Frank Terrazano talking a little bit about what money's being spent on. And uh, give you a bit better idea. Fire you up a little bit. Maybe you can fire off an email to your, uh, your local MP. Federation for five minutes of opening remarks. Mr. Terrazano? You're going to hear from hundreds of individuals and groups asking for more money. My name is Franco Terrazano. I'm with the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, and I'm here on behalf of 235,000 Canadian taxpayers asking you to spend less. I'm here today to say no more spending 8,800 bucks on a sex toy show in Germany. No more racking up nearly six figures on fancy airplane food during a week-long trip. No more giving former Governor's General a $200,000 a year expense account for the rest of their life. No more taking pay raise after pay raise after pay raise while millions of Canadians struggle through a pandemic. No more giving 300,000 bureaucrats a raise while their neighbors lose their job or business. No more giving failing crown corporations like the Bank of Canada millions in bonuses. No more announcing $295 million for the Ford Motor Company, $420 million for Goma Steel, $12 million for Loblaws, $20 million for Maple Leaf Foods, $110 million for Toyota, or announcing $372 million for Bombardier. Canadians need real relief. But Canadians are paying too much tax because the government wastes too much money. No wonder 72% of Canadians say they pay too much tax, according to a recent Ipsos poll released last week. 51 other national governments have cut taxes during the pandemic or to ease the pain of inflation. That includes more than half of G7 and G20 countries. Two-thirds of OECD countries have also cut taxes during that time. While other countries cut taxes, 
Ottawa sticks Canadians with higher tax bills. The government has increased gas payroll taxes and alcohol taxes. The government is getting ready to impose a second carbon tax next year through fuel regulations. But Canadians cannot afford higher taxes and we can't afford to waste more money covering interest charges on the government's credit card. The government isn't scheduled to balance the budget until 2041 under the current trajectory. That's according to recent PBO data. Interest charges over that period will have cost taxpayers $800 billion by 2041. That's a cost of $18,000 for every Canadian, and it's hundreds of billions of dollars that can't be used to improve services or lower taxes because that money is going to the bond fund managers on Bay Street. But there is some good news. The government could balance the budget next year. The government could also reverse its tax hikes, and the government could do that by bringing program spending back to the pre-pandemic and all-time high levels of 2018-19, adjusted upward for inflation and population growth. In 2018-19, the government spent more money than it did during any single year during World War II, even after accounting for inflation and population differences. That means the government overspent for years. So finding savings in every area of the budget should be like... All right, so it's going to cut, cut Frank a little bit short there. Gives you an idea of what I've just been saying in regards to taxation in this country. And he just gave you some ideas of what they've been spending money on, and it's ridiculous. Actually, Frank's the one that came up with the just the other day in our house. They were talking about eight million dollar barn that was built built up in Ottawa. Eight million dollar barn that was built. I'm not sure about you, but I've never seen an eight million dollar barn. But an eight million dollar barn was paid for by Canadian tax dollars. Right, so these are the types of things that really kind of irk me. And uh, believe me when I tell you, I fire off emails to my MP, and he knows who I am for sure. And uh, more people need to do that. So anyway, that scandal there is the fifty-four million dollar Rive scam app, and uh, there's going to be more of that to come, I'm sure, because they're going to get to the bottom of this, and hopefully they'll get to the bottom of the. Uh, the Lavalin scandal as well with the RCMP, as long as they don't keep getting shut out by the NDP coalition. So that's it for today's podcast, everyone. Before I sign off, remember what I always say, I can be also found on Rumble, and I can also be found on any Android or Apple application. Just type in The Surge Effect, and you will see my black symbol, TSA, with my microphone. And that's me. I'm also on social medias. And uh, thank you very much for subscribing to my channel. It's much appreciated. And if you have not subscribed, please subscribe and like or share. Ring the little bell. Just click on that bell so every time that I post a new video, you'll be notified via email when you subscribe to my channel. And until uh, I post another podcast, please have yourself a great day. Cheers. This episode sponsored by he shirts she shirts go to www.heshirtsheshirts.ca just type in the letters tsa the surge effect when you check out type in tsa for your coupon and receive 10 percent off your next purchase thanks for listening to today's podcast everybody